This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. And this next conversation is going to be a fascinating one because so many speculating as to why Canada would use Huawei's 5G technology given some of our relations with China. Other side is, hello, most of our uh, telecom infrastructure already is thick with Huawei uh, built uh, bits. You know, that's my technical term. Uh, but I really don't understand the ins and outs of it. And then we see a story that has just moved today where the U.S. have said that they are putting forth legislation that basically uh, would outright prohibit the sharing of United States intelligence with countries that permit operation of Huawei fifth generation telecommunications technology within their borders. Hello, that's Canada. So I thought, okay, let's get someone in here who knows what they're talking about with regard to Huawei and what we're looking at with other countries being concerned about this and where we are at. And for that, we bring in Ari Goldkind, criminal lawyer, whose tweet I saw with this particular story on it. Ari, thanks for doing this. My pleasure, Jody. I know it's not as juicy as the Harvey Weinstein verdict coming tomorrow. And by the way, that's the greatest closing, I think, in any history a defense lawyer's done. But uh, this one is more important, and nobody seems to really be talking about it. And that's almost exactly verbatim what your tweet said, and I thought, you know what, let's put that on the show today, because if it's getting lost in a busy, busy news cycle, but wow, this is a huge statement by this U.S. senator. It is, and you know, a lot of people, it's sort of like the train blockade case, a lot of people don't know what's at its core, and it, you know, it sounds, because you're talking about YY and 5G, most people roll their eyes and go, I don't get it. What this really is, is, again, another example of how China, to use a certain term from President Orange to the South, sort of rips Canada. And this technology at its simplest core, and just so you know, I'm not just telling you this, the U.S. just put out a superseding indictment. What that means in English is charging YY on a racketeering, RICO, not organized crime, Goodfellas way, and gone after, again, the lady who happens to be living in her $12 million house in your city. Meng Wanzhou. Basically, that's right. And what they've alleged, and it's as clear as day, so this is why it's more interesting than it seems, is all YY's done to become a billion-dollar company is not only steal technology and secrets from American and other countries, they've paid their employees to do it, They've rewarded their employees doing it formally. In other words, made employees who can steal this stuff from Canadians and Americans rich, have lied to the government about it over and over, and have violated U.S. sanctions. And you think about it, TELUS, which, no offense if you're still being sponsored by TELUS, TELUS has been very open in saying, well, look, we use YY technology. We'd like to continue to use it. Now, why is that relevant to the story? And then I'll pause here. When TELUS is asked, why do you want to continue using YY? Their answer is, because they're cheaper than the American competition. And what are they charged with doing YY that makes them cheaper? Stealing so that their R&D costs, different than all of the people listening to you right now, Jody, entrepreneurs, workers, employees, all YY has done on these allegations is steal this stuff 
to make their products cheaper. Right, R&D, research and development done by others and then called and branded their own. Other countries building 5G networks without Huawei uh, for these very reasons, Australia, Japan, Taiwan. We've been talking about the Five Eyes on this subject for quite some time, and yet we still tend to be, as a country, stepping foot after foot towards a 5G network built by Huawei. Well, this ties into sort of Canada's feckless, and I'm being polite by using that term, Canada's feckless approach to the Chinese government. We see it with the two Michaels that are stuck in jail while the lady in your city is living in a $12 million house. You can't come up with a better metaphor than what Canada is and what China is than those two people rotting in jail while Trudeau flies home from Africa with the Raptors president versus that lady living in a $12 million house. That is China continually... And this is not me saying it. This is any expert when it comes to IP, intellectual property. This is why Samsung products are so cheap. Ask Apple about the amount of thievery going on, why Samsung appliances are so cheap. This is a very serious problem. And to people who don't think this matters, when you look at how precarious Canadian jobs are, how many people get laid off in the manufacturing sector, including in the States, and then you have the rise of Trump, this is the very thing that people who are so busy tweeting about some viral animal video or some cat video, this is what you're missing. But this comes back to bite you because this is the technology that is being used by the Chinese government to get a backdoor. Literally, that's what it is, a backdoor to all of these other countries. And Canada is the one country, because if it says anything, you know, we tend to overuse the word racism. Everything's racist. The coronavirus, if you talk about it, it's racist. This is a very significant problem for Canadian and U.S. citizens in the U.S. to its credit. And that's the senator that you saw today talking about it said, look, this is not a friendly competition. This is not capitalism. This is outright thievery. And we're going to call it what it is. And Boris Johnson, uh, was it just recently decided right. to give Huawei a limited role in its 5G networks, much to the chagrin of many in the intelligence community? That's right. And Boris Johnson, when he was asked about it, said sort of the way some have said, well, we're not going to give them uh, an ability to put in their 5G systems in a way that allow the kind of backdoor systems and ways. But you're talking about, again, Canada, very linked to British kind of thinking, countries that are very, very afraid of offending. We see that again with the rail blockade story. We see it with almost every hot button issue, the coronavirus, where where feelings somehow trump facts. And if you look at the history of YY, and I have, and you read these indictments about what they're being charged with. Now, that being said, nothing's been proven. I'm a defense lawyer. I get that. Fair. But when you, when you look at the indictments of just how brazen this is, this isn't behind the scenes, Jody. This isn't some secret cabal. This is all sorts of documents and emails being sent from YY, from Meng Wazhou's father, who's the billionaire who started it, and including her lying to authorities about dealing with Iran. These are all emails that are being sent saying, you steal this for us, you will be very handsomely rewarded and promoted. That should offend every Canadian right now who simply goes to work. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. 
trying to make an honest day's pay when you have a company that wants to take your job. This isn't just the talking point. Not only wants to take your job, but in many ways has taken your job. We're with Ari Goldkind, who's a criminal lawyer, who tweeted this story about how the U.S. is basically laying it down uh, and wants to legislate that they will not share intelligence with countries who decide to use Huawei technology on their 5G networks, as Canada is moving ever closer to completing with that. And what does CSIS say about this? Like internally in Canada? Like, are we not at all concerned? Are we just like, nope, it's good? No, no. If you go inside baseball here, you go into CSIS, you go into the authorities, you go into people who understand coding and programming, Mm -hmm. you are talking about a country that is an adversary. Yes, as much as there are many millions and millions of Chinese people in Canada and your city and my city, and that's a very different discussion, than the Chinese government itself. These are all meant to be backdoors. This is meant to be intellectual property. This is a hostile government. So as much as you'll see our prime minister, fearless leader, going around and shaking hands with murderers and dictators and smiling and bowing down, there are very real technological reasons China is doing this. And, by the way, China is not to be faulted for this. China is not to be put down for this. This is China for decades being much, much, much smarter than anybody here, which is why you see the complete demise, one of the reasons of manufacturing in our country and in the United States and the rise of China as a global player. This doesn't happen by accident. The question is, are we content and is our government content to do business with cheaters? And the answer seems to be, at least from Canada, yes, whereas the U.S. says not anymore. Well, I like the fact that you do point out with CSIS and that Canada's military is uh, privately urging the federal government to ban Huawei from 5G. Like, how close are we to having a, a tipping point where we can no longer backtrack on this? I don't know that we are in this country because, as you see, even from the rail blockades today, you again, you have people afraid to take leadership on this. You have people afraid to say, you know, these are people that should be put down on their behinds and that the rule of law has to matter. You'll see no politician wanting to own these because they'll find a constituency, and this is real, this is at the actual grassroots level, they don't want to offend potential voters. And remember, this is the government, Jody, the liberal government, that has a minister of the middle class. Oh, yes, I know we could go down that rabbit hole, Ari, but I've got to tell you, like, is this really about votes, or is this about a massive trading partner for Canada in China? I think this has to do with with both, because at the end of the day, if politicians knew this wouldn't cost them a vote, i.e. their seat or being called the R-word or other blowback, you would see politicians adopting the U.S. policy, because the U.S. policy, again, and I'll be quick here, if you actually read the superseding indictment, it's not legalese, it's not hard to understand, racketeering, all this good yeah. fellas, yeah. Irishman stuff, you see a complete scheme, and that's what it is here, let's be honest, it's a complete scheme to defect, to essentially deflect attention away from what they're doing and to steal property and steal talent and steal research and development that has been done honestly by North American and other companies, and just on a basic point, that shouldn't be okay with anybody, even if you're a politician. 
Well, Ari, thank you very much for the enlightening, enlightening discussion. Certainly food for thought for us. I appreciate you taking some time out for us on this Monday Family Day. Anytime, Jody. Pleasure to be on with you. That's Ari Goldkind, criminal lawyer and a great follow on Twitter. I've got so many people today on the program who you absolutely need to find on social media. And just have a look at the feeds. Keith Baldry, Ari Goldkind, Ian Young. Uh, fascinating perspectives there.